Welcome back to the WMAY Morning News Feed. Jim Leach again filling in for Greg Bishop for one last day this morning. All through this week, we have been talking about uh, the situation at Sangamon County Animal Control. It began with reports of uh, more than a dozen cats that died uh, of a respiratory virus. And one thing those cats all had in common was they had been housed at the county's animal shelter. Uh, As that discussion has gone on, there have been more allegations of uh, severe problems at Sangamon County Animal Control. Uh, And those uh, allegations are are indeed very serious to the point where last evening, Sangamon County Board Chairman Andy Van Meter requested that the Illinois State Police conduct an investigation into alleged criminal abuse and neglect of animals at the Sangamon County Animal Shelter. And County Board Chairman Andy Van Meter joins us live this morning. And Mr. Chairman, thanks so much for your time. We appreciate it. Thank you, Jim. I'm glad to uh, be on your time machine. Well, <laughs> you're on the radio. You're on the radio in the morning again. I'm in my 40s. You're in your 30s, and we're talking pub- public health. <laughs> and uh, you know, I, I want to get into the discussion about uh, you know your request to the Illinois State Police. But before I do that, let me just ask you in general terms because this uh, is something we've heard about off and on for years of people uh, raising concerns about uh, what's happening within the Sangamon County Animal Shelter. Uh, and obviously, you know, we. We've both been at this for a long time, and uh, I know you are uh, very familiar with the operations there. Do you have at this moment concerns about how the Sangamon County Animal Shelter is being run? Uh, and uh, are, are there problems that you think do need to be addressed? Well, we, that we can always improve. And, uh, and we, we have commissioned a study uh, almost, almost two years ago now. Uh, but it's been delayed by COVID to uh, a study of all of our peer counties to see how they operate. We can, we, we can always improve. Over the course of the years, we've made a three-quarters of a million-dollar investment in a new animal control building. We've added $600,000 worth of equipment. Um, but but there, we can always improve, uh, no doubt about it. Would you know uh, how many complaints have been filed with the county over the years or in the last couple of years about animal control? Oh, the, the, understand that the, 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 the nature of what animal control does, it doesn't deal with very many happy people. Um, people are upset that their dogs have been taken. People are up, upset that they think their neighbor's dog should be taken away from them. Um, uh, uh, animal control is replete with com- complaints. Uh, that I we very rarely get a good comment, and most of the comments are bad. Uh, you have uh, asked Illinois State Police to now uh, conduct, in effect, a criminal investigation of the latest allegations here, alleging unsanitary conditions, at times inhumane conditions, a botched euthanization uh, that has been uh, alleged on, on social media. Uh, but you say you have seen no proof of any of these allegations. Um, so what what is it that you are asking Illinois State Police to do, and have you gotten any response yet? Uh, we, well, we, that, let's be clear that these, these allegations, um, rise to the level of criminality. Uh, they wouldn't, they wouldn't get great currency on social media. They wouldn't be in, in, uh, the, um, the, the working media if, if they weren't essentially alleging, uh, criminal neglect and criminal cruelty to animals. And, uh, and the public, the public is understandably concerned about those kind of allegations. 
And the only way to satisfy the public, I think, uh, about uh, whether or not there is this kind of, of uh, poor behavior in, in animal control, certainly not going to, the public's not going to be reassured by an inspection by the county board chairman who's in the, who works in the gift industry. We, we, we have to have some, some credible authority to investigate what are essentially criminal allegations. So that's why we asked for the for the uh, ISP to come in and and, uh, and investigate these allegations. We also asked the Ag Department, which has supervisory authority over the over uh, the all animal control shelters throughout the state, to uh, we hope they will come and do one of their unannounced spot inspections, which they do periodically, and they've done at this at this facility as well. Where this facility has passed in the in passed those inspections in the past, but of course. When you pass the inspection, that's never a, a, a topic of conversation on social media. Would you know when the most recent of those spot inspections was conducted? I don't, um, and I'm not sure that we always know when they have done a spot inspection. Uh, Gail, Gail may know that, but um, I would, well, COVID's probably delayed everything, so it could have been as, as much as a, a over a year ago. I, I just, COVID's delayed everything, so I don't know. You know, as you noted, uh, you going in and doing a walkthrough of the animal shelter might not be persuasive, but it does fall under the purview of public health, and the public health director uh, oversees this. And we understand that she was involved in a meeting uh, in the very recent past uh, that involved a number of other people raising some of these concerns, not necessarily everything that's been alleged in social media this week, but raising concerns about uh, the conditions inside the the animal shelter there. Uh, Not every problem would necessarily rise to the level of criminal misconduct, but but is there an issue with the the leadership, with the oversight, perhaps staffing levels? Uh, are, are there problems that uh, that have been documented and that must be addressed? Yeah, I, um, I really want to await the results of this study because uh, of the comp counties and how they operate to, to be able to make inform, an informed judgment on a lot of those questions. But but I, I think I, it's, it is clear that we are uh, understaffed at the current time, and this is a problem in virtually every enterprise in, in, in the country, in, in the county in the country right now, that uh, this, this, this strange situation that we've come back out of COVID and, and just been found ourselves seriously undermanned. Uh, that's true in various county departments, and it's true, true in animal control, it's true at the restaurants, it's true in all of our businesses. And, and that undermanning uh, leads to problems. We have a really dedicated workforce out there that care about those animals, but but when two people are doing the work of four people, uh, that that becomes very challenging. We're talking with Sangamon County Board Chairman Andy Van Meter about the situation at Sangamon County Animal Control. H- have you heard anything back from Illinois State Police yet for your request of an investigation of uh, of the animal shelter? We have, but the only thing they've authorized us to say is that um, they have received our request and they are reviewing it. Okay. And we expect to hear from them. Uh, they, uh, our understanding is there's some kind of a the top level people are all engaged in another another event at the moment, and 
but we expect to hear back from them early next year, next week. Uh, in the meantime, this is happening uh, amid a backdrop of concerns that have been voiced in the Springfield City Council and elsewhere as well about the money the city pays for animal control services, et cetera. So let me ask you about that. You provided uh, to the media last night a, a breakdown of uh, the, the revenues and costs of the uh, uh, animal shelter there. Can, can you walk me through that a little bit? There were a, a couple of line items in that that I didn't quite understand. Uh, but uh, how, how does the animal control shake out in terms of what the, the, the county pays and what other people pay for it uh, versus the um, you know, expenses that are entailed in it? Well, uh, the the bottom the bottom line on it is that the uh, county loses a little less than a half a million dollars a year operating. And if you loses is maybe not the right terminology to use with the government. It loses a little less than half a million dollars a year in operating the uh, the, the animal control shelter. Uh, now, in, and again, in this breakdown, it, uh, it references, uh, for example, countywide indirect costs, or there's a line that says redistribute administrative costs. What what does that mean? Yeah, that uh, that covers uh, things like uh, that's that's the accounting way of allocating some of um, the uh, some scales time to to administration of the animal control shelter, some of the central offices time. Uh, uh, allocating to, uh, allocated to uh, running the animal control center. So that's kind of the, the accounting way of adjusting for that. The um, uh, the fiscal year uh, fiscal year 2020, uh, which I guess ended what, last December. Is that the, the most complete year we have numbers for? That's correct. Okay. Uh, and so it actually shows more revenue than in the prior three fiscal years and considerably more than in fiscal year 2019, uh, while also showing lower uh, expenses. Now, that's before you take into account the uh, redistributing uh, administrative costs, et cetera. Is there an explanation for that as to why revenues were up and expenses were uh, were down? You actually show just for that one fiscal year, and it's the only year for it, a net uh, actual uh, Profit, quote unquote, uh, for that fiscal year. Any, uh, I, I don't know if you know this off the top of your head, why the the numbers would have uh, been so different for that fiscal year as opposed to prior yeah. years. I, I I'd want to give do a little more research, but there's always a little bit of an adjustment to the fees, and then uh, and then uh, I my our biggest line item is generally labor, and uh, and we were during COVID we were we were short staffed. Incidentally, during COVID the 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 population, the animal population of the jail dropped dramatically. Uh, so so we probably had a lo- lower cost as a consequence of that. Uh, as we're talking with Sangamon County Board Chairman Andy Van Meter about uh, animal control here, City of Springfield has uh, at least talked openly about the possibility of returning to handling its own animal control operation rather than just paying the county for uh, for doing so. Uh, is that something? Uh, what what would that mean for the county if the city were to follow through on that? And what would it mean, uh, for that matter, for city taxpayers if that were the case? Well, I don't know if I'm competent to calculate what it would mean for city taxpayers, but uh, but for the county, that it's it's fine if if that's what the city of Springfield wants to do. Um, and and uh, we've had a number of conversations with them about this. Generally, at the time that the that the um, contract comes up for renewal, and and uh, our you know we're a public body. All of our records are open for anyone to to go through to so that they can understand the. 
the the costs of operating uh, an animal control shelter and, and uh, animal control services and and um, if, if uh, anyone at the city wants that information uh, they're welcome to it to, to assess if they think that's the right provision for the city of Springfield. One of the bones of contention was that uh, allegedly the county is providing animal control services to some villages and jurisdictions at, at no cost. This was reported by News Channel 20 earlier this week and apparently uh, came out of a discussion uh, with Gail O'Neill and others in, involved in, in animal control. You took issue with that when Alderwoman Kristen Desenzo raised that issue live on the air earlier this week. Uh, does the county in fact provide uh, animal, conser- uh, animal control services at low or no cost to Grandview and, and other villages? No, and I think if you called the, the mayors of those villages, they'd be very surprised to, to hear that. But but it, it, but there is a difference in the way that those villages have asked to uh, have their animal control service structured than the city. The city has asked that any, any citizen be able to call directly into animal control to request services. Most of the um, most of or many of the villages have have instead requested that their citizens call the village office, and then the village office will call uh, the animal control center if they want assistance. So I think there's a misunderstanding here. There are some villages that simply didn't ask for any service, and if they didn't ask for any service, we of course we have a, we we didn't charge them. So, uh, but uh, but it's a different situation for the city where citizens call the animal control center directly. Uh, the city is paying quite a bit of money to the county for these services, but uh, the city says it's being uh, kept out of, uh, you know, participating in terms of there's no city uh, member right now on the on the county board of health. The city's put forward several aldermen to serve on this, and those appointments have been rejected. Should the city have a seat on that board of health and some more direct oversight over some of these issues? Well, that's a that's a really interesting question. I, I can tell you that there, there are suddenly in the course of of COVID, there have been a lot of lot more interest in who is serving on the on the board of health, and a number of those positions are are prescribed by state state law. I can tell you that the medical community medical community believes we need to have more medical professionals on the board of health and fewer fewer politicians. Um, and we've been trying to address the medical com- community's concerns, particularly in the situation we're in with with COVID. Um, but I, I I think to the larger issue, our relationship with uh, the city of Springfield ha- it has always been very good. It's very good at the at the staff level. It's, it's and it's very good at the elected officials level as well. There are policy differences from time to time, but but um, our door is open. Uh, any alderman that calls is going to get immediate response to to uh, to what the, whatever their concern may be. We, we try to respond as quickly as we can, and and we're willing to meet with them at any level to to respond to concerns they have. As we've been reporting since yesterday, uh, animal control is currently not accepting cats after we had the deaths of these uh, seventeen or more cats that had previously been housed at the shelter there. Uh, and from what I'm hearing from the city this morning, they they're investigating whether that constitutes a breach of contract because the county is supposed to be taking uh, animals in all animals, and uh, by excluding cats for the moment, they're inquiring whether in fact that uh, constitutes a breach of, of contract. Is that uh, a legitimate concern? I I, I don't know, uh, and uh, if if it is, a, we'll, we're certainly open to discussing uh, any uh, concern that they have about the breach of contract. But I can 
but but I think what's important to assure the public is that decision was made as our most policy decisions. That decision was made in consultation with the, the fabulous vets in this community that volunteer their assistance to uh, the animal control facility, and um, and it was determined that that was the that was the best way to proceed with this respiratory virus uh, currently stalking all of the cats in our in our. Uh, community. Finally, Chairman Van Meter, uh, the one thing I hear repeatedly from people who are raising concerns about this issue is their concern about the management of Sangamon County Animal Control. The director of the shelter there, Greg Largent, uh, do you have full confidence in uh, in Mr. Largent and, and his uh, management of the facility at this point? Well, the, I know there have been a lot of uh, concerns raised. Some of the concerns that have been raised are by people who who have indicated they would like to replace Mr. Largent or they'd like to nominate the person to replace Mr. Largent. So I, I discount some of that as, as uh, uh, having a degree of self, self-interest. Uh, Greg has served for, for a long time. He's, he's, uh, he's passed all of the uh, um, inspections from the, the, the Department of Agriculture, as has the department. Uh, he, he's, certainly has the qualifications for the for the office but that's not to say we couldn't do a better job and uh, and we when we get the results of of this comp cuties comp comp counties study uh we, we intend to to take a make a thorough review of the operation from top to bottom when do you expect those results well we're hoping to get them in the next few months frankly they're delayed but covid has delayed everything but we're hoping to get them in the next few months 